0: to the Nerd Blitz, ho, 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 with Doom and Fitz, I'm Doom, ho, ho, ho.
1: and
2: I'm Fitz. I'm Duma-Clause. Duma Claus. Duma, Claus.
0: I was trying to think real quick of Robo Santa from, uh, Futurama, but that's basically just fucking John DiMaggio being like, kind of a Santa voice, but it still sounds like John DiMaggio, I think.
2: Yeah, all his voices sound like Don John DiMaggio. A little They bit. really do, a little bit anyway. Some more, some yeah. more than others.
0: Hmm. But it's weird though. If you hear like his natural speaking voice, it sounds different. But a lot of his voices sound the same. Not like one hundred percent the same, but it's like no. But within. you can hear it, But you can hear it. In yeah. There.
2: Some 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 voice act like Frank Welker kind of too. You can always kind of you can always kind of hear
0: one hundred percent. But see, here's what's fucked up. Like when he does creature sounds and shit, he sound him and Dee Bradley Baker sound alike. Hmm. because i have watching Scooby a lot. There's sometimes you'll hear a monster being like, <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's Frank. And then you get to the end and it's like D Bradley Baker. And it's like, oh, oh, hmm. yeah. Nothing to do with the holiday season, Santa or Christmas, which nope. this episode is our Christmas gift to you. Yeah.
2: Don't you feel lucky?
0: Uh, hey, we we we're going to be playing a game, so they should. But we'll get to that later. First on the docket. Last week, we dropped the Thor commentary, right? Right. I know we're time traveling. Don't let your brain break like mine almost just did because I was like, wait, that. Is-. And I just told you before we started that was last week. I know. <sighs> See, I tried to prepare you and forgot to prepare myself. Yep. No, I just, I just nod, say yes. Mm hmm. Smiling wave, boys. Smiling wave. Mm hmm. And we talked about. I wonder if they're pronouncing that shit right mm. when talking about Thor's hammer. Because in the movie, what do they say, Mjolnir? I think so. And that's, as we found, is pretty much dead on because as you'll hear right now... Mjolnir. You hear that shit? You're supposed to say yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, dude, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, apparently they did it pretty Fuck. Hers sounds slightly different. She says it more as... Like one word, Mjolnir. near. Were they kind of Mjolnir?
3: near? near. You know what I mean? It's it's a
0: it's a subtle fucking language thing. Language is fucking weird, dude. But I mentioned in the Thor episode, hey, you know who we should ask? Fucking uh, at Katya Queen or whatever her account. I probably should know what her fucking account is if we're gonna be like, hey, thanks for doing that instead of being like, oh, fucking no.
2: Yeah, that's her account.
0: Okay. Um, We mentioned in the uh, Thor commentary um, that us dumb Americans have no fucking idea how to say that. Yeah. And I was like, hey, can I ask you a question about, you know, something comic booky, but also your heritage? And she's like, yes, I know Thor. Personally? (laughs) But I went, you're close. I asked her and she was like, uh, I think they said it right.
2: She's like, I'm not a fucking professor of mythology.
0: Well, that led us into a conversation about like the weirdness of language. Oh, yeah. And it's like it is fucked up. Yeah. Like, uh, and Groupie and I have talked about it too. Where a lot of countries they have one word that means a lot of things, and or, or a lot of languages, and we're like, Nah, fuck that. Here's fucking five words that are all the same that mean multiple things, but sound the same, basically.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and are spelt differently.
0: Yeah. And we've got like multiple words for the same thing where it's the exact opposite for them. We just try to fuck with people because it's like, okay, you want to fucking have sounds we don't have in our language? Well, here's the same fucking sound. It means five things.
2: Yeah. It's because we're mutts and we take everybody's shit. We fucking dumb, yo. We put it in a big pot and stir it up and we're like, here's English.
0: Oh, we stir the pot. All right. <laughs> um, But yeah, there's a follow up on that that I don't know if anybody was interested in, but we were.
2: It's official. Yeah, there.
0: Uh-huh, we have our official yeah, Nerd Blitz approved. Mealner. Our our official Norse translator. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we brought in a, an
2: overseas expert.
0: Yeah. Only time you'll get a fucking expert on this show. No shit.
3: Mealner. Hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. That was a good idea. And that's just the first of many fucking listener bits of listener involvement in this episode. Because, as I said, coming up in a bit, gang, we've got a game.
2: Mm, yeah,
0: the bane of your existence, huh?
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean it. It was a game. We, we all we all lost.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it turned out well, but we'll talk about that in a bit. Okay, where do you want to go next? You want to talk about the fucking dead people, or you want to have fun first? Yeah, no, let's talk about dead people first. Let's take our fucking medicine. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I know there's a bigger one you want to talk about, but let's talk about them in order. Okay. And when I say bigger, I don't mean like, uh, I mean in stature. But rough goddamn year for Scooby fans just got rougher, man. Mm Mm-hmm. I know in the Scooby commentary we talked about it a little bit, but it, I don't think we really talked too much about Fred Silverman at the beginning of the year, because I think it was like January 20th or something he died. Right. And he was the CBS exec that fucking basically was like, we need one of these fucking shows with kids for kids. And how about a dog? And they were like, all right.
2: Can we make him talk? I mean, I, I, mean, I guess. We don't
0: want the, ki- the fucking dog to be smarter than the kids. Right.
2: That would be ridiculous. We can't have him speak in perfect English.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Imagine how different Scooby would be if he actually was like, Why yes, Shaggy. I say, Shaggy. Are you going to ingest
2: that entire sandwich?
0: I say, Shaggy. Who would feed a dog chocolate? What kind of asshole are you? (laughs) Suddenly he's thirsting howl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, Shaggy. I'm going to eat the inside of your sandwich. But first, I have to
2: lick my own balls.
0: Oh, wait. No, I don't. You had me neutered. Does that make you feel like a man?
2: <laughs> I have to lick my hollow sack. <laughs> Ew,
0: my hollow sack. <laughs> <laughs> and you just hear like... <sighs> <No.
2: laughs>
0: too far. Yep. Once again, you That's managed my... to take it too far. That's my job. You know... I we'll get back to what the dead people in a second but i don't know why but i was thinking about this the other day no actually this morning sorry and i was wondering after all of these years how are you still surprised by that i don't know because every time you're like oh too far like it's a shock or something but it's like it's not really a shock it's just the repulsion it's just a reflex yeah but it's almost like
2: i'm not shocked that you did it i'm just like oh that's gross
0: but, but it almost feels like you're like, how could you do that? And it's like, how could I not? Who do you think you're talking to? No. No? No. <laughs> You've been conditioned? Yep. You almost expect it, but it still hit hits your ear wrong. Right,
2: right, exactly. Gotcha.
0: Okay. That's good to know, because I right. was like, come on, man. I mean, I could
2: I could know you're going to punch me in the face, but I'm still going to go, Ow. <laughs>
0: It's still gonna hurt. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. Anyway, dead people. Yep.
2: Yeah, back to the dead people.
0: Say we even have fun with dead people. Um. Then I think it was like July. Joe Ruby died, and it's like, what a fucking bummer. Right. And I said at the time, it's like, there's only one left. Yep. Not no mo.
2: Yep. Now who's now who's re- responsible for killing people?
0: And see, here's the thing, though. It's like. <sighs> These are people that I love, man. They gave me my favorite thing ever. Yeah. But somehow I was like, thinner. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, Ken Spears died, man. And it was fucked up, too. It wasn't just like, oh, man, he fucking, you know, caught a cold and died. No, it was like fucking Louie body dementia and shit. Ugh. The same shit Robin Williams had. And it's like, oh, come on. Now the cosmos is just been like, fuck you, fatty.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah. I think didn't... uh didn't one of the Star Trek guys just die? One of the producers or the somebody somebody who greenlit Star Trek on CBS, the original Star Trek?
0: Yeah, I think so.
2: Yeah, I forget which I forget which guy it was, but I was just reading about him in the, the 50-Year Journey
0: book. Oh, oh, you got that? Oh, yeah. Did I not tell you about that? No, we were talking about it and you're like, oh, yeah, that'd be good. Oh, yeah, I got that a little while back. Oh, I didn't know that. Reading it. Yeah. Did you get both parts? No. Oh. Yeah, because I was... I'll probably get the I other was one eventually, that. but... Right. Yeah, I was watching the price on that on Amazon, and it's like, 30 bucks a book? You're fucking stupid. I know, that's why I didn't get both of them. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, well, let's, let's get one and
2: see if it's even any good. Right. Right. Fair enough. And it's not bad. It's a little dry, because it's all interviews. I didn't realize that. Oh, okay. So it's all like um, like snippets, like when you read uh, interviews in a magazine or something. hmm So it'll be like quotes from people. Um and, like, the author will talk about this, 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 and then there'll be a bunch of quotes from the Oh, old, from so it's like interviews. an
0: article that they, or an interview they've turned into an article instead of, like, so here I am with fucking Jeff, tell us about your latest project type stuff.
2: Yeah, they, they go and they pull pieces of oh, old I interviews and stuff. Yeah. Ugh. It's okay, though, because it's, it's some stuff I've never heard, and it's in their own words. Right. So, so and there it's, like, private. Well, some of it's private, not private, private, but, like, not... Not things that the press would necessarily have.
0: Right. It's almost like he somebody did like personal interviews. It wasn't like fucking you gotta get on the phone with New York Times in five seconds.
2: Yeah. Like uh gotcha. Like Gene Roddenberry telling people to go fuck themselves. <laughs> stuff like that. Because he was it was uh I think it had to do with the diversity on the crew oh, and yeah. stuff, and they were worried because like in the South they wouldn't like that. He's like, Well they can go fuck themselves.
0: Yeah, I've heard those stories, yeah.
2: I was like, right on, dude.
0: Oh, yeah, it's awesome. If you ever hear the stories about like how he fought for Nichelle Nichols, mm-hmm. it's amazing where they're like, you can't have her and shit. And I think there was one thing where they were like, the set's too drab. It needs more color. And he was like, oh, okay. And that's when he went and got her.
2: Oh, shit.
0: And he put her in the cast and they were like, what are you doing? The South is going to hate this. And he's like, fuck them.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: they were talking about like the backgrounds need more right, color. Right, right, right. And he was like, all right. That's why it always makes me laugh when I hear people now being like, Gene Roddenberry, he was a racist and a sexist.
2: Well, he might have been been a tad sexist.
0: He might have been, but at the same time, it's like when you hear these stories of him fighting so hard, especially at the time, especially at the time when he's fighting so hard being like, we're going to have fucking black people and Asian people and Mm -hmm. any other fucking group of people we can find, we're going to get them in this show. And it's like, how the fuck can you say he's like a hateful racist and shit when you like that shit's happening or like
2: definitely doesn't sound like it
0: right and it's like he made a conscious choice to fucking include women like the only reason his wife wasn't fucking uh number one anymore is because they were like yeah that was fun for the original pilot how about you do something else and he was like all right well i'm still gonna use her and a bunch of other chicks on here well so it's like i don't
2: i don't think I don't think that was his wife at the time.
0: Oh, she wasn't. She was somebody else's wife, I think.
2: Yeah, and he had his own wife.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but still, it's like, this shit does not compute to me.
2: No, it doesn't. But anyway, uh, but yeah, one of those guys, I just saw his name in the in the death notices. I was like, oh.
0: Yeah, when I saw somebody who was like, somebody instrumental in fucking Star Trek died, getting Star Trek on the air, I was like, didn't fucking Lucy die years ago?
2: Yeah. Oh, that's in there <laughs> too. <laughs> A lot of that's in this yeah. book too, which I didn't yeah. know about. But they were like basically about to go bankrupt because they they weren't making any new. Uh, like the only thing keeping the studio open was the Lucy. Uh huh. Was the I Love Lucy rerun money? Right. And they and they couldn't get any new shows made. Like none of their pilots would get picked up, and mm-hmm. um, nobody else would do would take Star Trek. And she was like, "Oh fuck it, we'll do it."
0: Right, and wasn't like she close with Gene? Uh. I thought they were like real good
2: friends or something. I I forget. It could have been that he was, because he was a writer on a bunch of shows. Oh, yeah. And before that, he was a cop. He was a San Francisco police officer or an L.A. police. Now, that I didn't know. Yeah. I was like, what? For like years. Wow. And then then he was like in the the Navy or something. Like he was in World War II or some shit.
0: That sounds familiar, but at the same time, it's like, really? Yeah. Yeah. 'Cause I think he met DeForest Kelly working on a Western show yes, they did together. I think
2: that's true. And that's um yeah, and that's how he knew uh when they retooled the pilot to go get him. He wanted him. Right. He was his first right. choice. Actually he was his first choice for the pilot too.
0: But he had some scheduling scheduling conflict, right? Uh no,
2: I think that I think the network Or somebody wanted somebody somebody older and more uh, experienced or like seemingly more experienced to be the ship's doctor.
0: And that's fucked up because you look at fucking D. Kelly and, you know, those old episodes and he looked old then. I
2: know. And he really
0: was Because he fucking was. Uh, He wasn't?
2: He wasn't super old, I don't think.
0: I thought he was in like his fucking mid fifties or some shit. Oh,
2: I don't think so. He might have been in his late 30s, mid 40s. Uh, That's true. Let me look. Let me look. I got to look it up now.
0: Well, let's let's see. That was fucking, well, fucking 30 years later, he was dead. So.
2: Yeah. Well, he only lived till. Yeah. So he he, he would have been. When did that start? 66, right? Yeah. So he would have been 46. He would have been the same age as me.
0: Well, like I said.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But but, I mean, he only. Proving
0: my points over here.
2: He only lived to 79, though, so...
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, I thought he was, like, 77 or some shit. Yeah. That's weird, because you see him in, like, Undiscovered Country, and it's like... I know, Ooh. it's like it's like, whoa. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was fucked up. But, yeah, now, I think I said five last time we talked about it. The, like, six most important people in the development of Scooby are all gone. Yeah. William Hanna, Joe Barbera, Iowa Takamoto, fucking Fred Silverman, Joe Ruby, Ken Spears, all of them gone. And three in one year.
2: That really sucks. This has been a really shit year, dude. So Such a bad year. I know. So bad.
0: I, and I remember we were saying the same shit in 2016. And yeah. it's like, nope, that was just a warm up.
2: Yeah, we were saying the same in 2016. We were saying the same in 2019. Like yeah. We've been saying the same thing every year. And it's like, well, yeah. next, next year will be better. But this year, I'm this year, I'm not even bothering to have hope for next year.
0: No, I've been saying it's like, what if the fucking Mayans were like dyslexic or something, and they they really meant 2021?
2: Mm, yeah, that f- feels like <laughs> feels like that checks out.
0: <laughs> I've been saying too. Given how crazy shit's gotten, it's like. Maybe because, you know, my theory that, you know, there was a change in the world in 2020 or 2012. Right. There was a big change then. It's like, maybe we're just now starting to see the fucking ripple effects of the world ending. Maybe. Which it's like, part of me is like, oh, no. And then part of me is like, good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Speaking of fucking 2020, 2020. Yeah the fuck is that 2020 sucking i think i was trying to say 2020 being sucky and it just came out 20 twucky anyway 2020 sucking there's another thing that's been going around that sucks and killed somebody
2: david prowse darth vader dead as a motherfucker (laughs) why not because of the dementia and shit that he's been suffering for years but fucking coronavirus got him ain't that a motherfucker
0: yeah, that's fucked up. It's like when you're like 85, you're like, okay, heart attack, mm-hmm. broken hip. In his case, clearly dementia is what's going to take him out. And it's like, nope, nope. We're going to make this a bigger cosmic. Fuck you.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. With all the health problems that he's had and the physical problems he's had and everything that he's been through. And then that's what's going to get him in the end. Ain't that a bitch? But yeah, it's sad. It's another guy I'm never going to get, never going to be on my poster yeah. The poster's getting pretty fucking empty, staying pretty empty. But yeah. there's, there's like three people left that I can get that I could conceivably get autographs for for four and well, I guess four technically. But I mean, let's be honest, there's like one that's even remotely possible to get, probably. Yeah. So that's that's a and- real bummer.
0: And here's the thing, it's probably gonna be another year or so before conventions are back up, so that fucking cuts your chances even more because Yeah. The available opportunity. So yeah, it's a fucking bummer too, isn't right. it? Right. Yeah. Fuck.
2: Yep. Because Peter Mayhew's gone. I thought I was gonna get a chance to get him again before he retired or whatever. Right. And I never got never got back to him. Jeremy Bullock retired, even though oh, yeah. even though Boba Fett's not on that poster. I would still have him sign it. Uh, uh, David Prowse is dead. Kenny Baker is dead. So that just leaves Frank Oz, which you're never going to get. Impossible. No. Harrison Ford, impossible. Um. Anthony Daniels, basically impossible.
0: I feel like Harrison Ford would be possible if you could get to like a Star Wars celebration or a D23 or whatever. Okay.
2: Well, let me put it to you this way.
0: I know. Impossible.
2: <laughs> impossible. Because... He's he's not he's not in the like two hundred dollar tier.
0: Yeah, no, I know. Yeah,
2: he's in the like five hundred dollar tier. Right. I'm sorry, I can't pay five hundred dollars for a signature. I don't care who it is.
0: Right. And he's like, you better fucking jerk my dick and make me waffles too,
2: um, or something like more than once. <laughs> you better be on retainer for that much money,
0: <laughs> like for the week. For the next week, you're my pivot man, Ford. Yeah.
2: And I mean, so that leaves, (laughs) you know, Mark Hamill possibly at some point, maybe, because he actually does like conventions and stuff occasionally.
0: And see, given his career too, it's not like, it's not just, you've got to go to a Star Wars convention. Right.
2: Exactly. That's what I mean. Like, like, there's the outside chance that he could possibly come to a wizard world at some point. Right. You know, I mean, he's going to be... 300 bucks probably or 250 for a picture and an autograph but uh, right just like carrie fisher did we get i can't even remember now did we get vip for carrie fisher i don't remember i don't think we did i think i don't think we did i got i'd have to go back and look i can't remember if we got them separately or if we got the package but i think I'm we just got to remember them separate might just the,
0: jump to the end history yeah
2: but uh so yeah but anyway back to the david Prowse that it's a real bummer and, and it's a real bummer too because he never got to make up with george lucas and lucasfilm and yeah he never got brought back into the official family
0: which was annoying to me is like they put the ban on him and then once he died they're like oh isn't it sad oh it sucks we're so sorry and it's like so why didn't you fucking make an effort
2: yeah he only ruined like the last 30 40 years of his life
0: Right. It's like if you're so fucking sorry and he's such a great guy, why didn't you make an effort?
2: Yeah. And I mean, what and, the fuck and I mean, ever. he's wrongly, he's wrongly accused anyway. I mean, it was yeah, a, mis, it was a the misunderstanding. It was a misunderstanding to begin with. Right. But I think
0: Yeah, cuz w- wasn't the whole thing is like he ruined he spoiled the ending or something or was it supposed something else?
2: supposedly he spoiled the ending of Empire, Empire Strikes Back. Right. But the thing is he never he didn't know the line Gotcha. He didn't say he was his father on set. They didn't give him that right. line. They gave him that Obi-Wan killed his dad, killed right. his father. So he didn't even know. And he was in an interview with a radio person and the radio person said something about they had heard that he was Luke's father or something. Right. And uh, I don't know, he went along with it or something. I don't know. He didn't, he he like seemingly confirmed it, but he didn't even know.
0: Or right. he didn't
2: necessarily mean to confirm it. Because he didn't even have the information, but right. But then after that, like Return of the Jedi was a shitty experience for him because they...
0: Yeah, he wasn't in the suit most of the time, was yeah, he? Yeah,
2: no, they blocked him out a lot and like went and got, you know, stunt doubles and shit to fill in and not even tell him that he was shooting that day and... Wow. Yeah.
0: You know, the most surprising thing when he died for me though was everybody was like, and you know, he trained Chris Reeve for Superman. It's like, what?
2: Oh yeah, you didn't know that? No. Oh, yeah, that's in his book, in his uh, Straight from the Force's Mouth book, which is a pretty good book. I can't tell- Never read it. I can't tell how much of it is embellishment and how much of it's real, because I think he did like talk some big shit. Okay. But but, yeah, he trained Christopher Reeve, and there's a story in there about him calling him up, because he went, I forget, he went uh, back to the UK or something, and supposedly Christopher Reeve knew this or something, and- but he wasn't there to train him for a couple days, and he called him up okay. and, like, fucking flipped out on him because he left and, and wasn't there, and he was, like, having, like, a meltdown about getting in shape and all this stuff. hmm Yeah. He's like, look, man, I wow. told you I was going home. Or something. Wow. I don't know. It was another misunderstanding of some kind, but...
0: Seems like that fucking cloud of misunderstanding followed that fucker forever.
2: Yeah, which makes me think it's not totally not him, but... I think it was maybe just his personality and the way that he interpreted things and the way right. he would deliver information, you know?
0: And maybe, like, his reaction when confronted with, like, oh, yeah. dude, what I'm happened? Sure. And he's like, fuck you talking about or something. Probably. Yeah. Still fucking sad as fuck, though.
2: It is. I mean, I don't think he was a bad guy. I don't think he was an asshole. No. Or, you know, a difficult person. I don't necessarily think that's the case, but Maybe. I I honestly don't know. Maybe
0: slightly difficult, but not, you know, intentionally a piece of shit. It's from the vibe I'm getting.
2: Yeah, I think that might be true.
0: But it's also like fucking, I can't tell you a single person that, like, I know of in entertainment that's not a little fucking difficult.
2: Well, you gotta be kind of fucking crazy to, just like being president, you gotta be kind of, there's gotta be something wrong with you. To what? To want to be in show business and...
0: To have, oh, to, what to, are you saying here?
2: To have the confidence to, like, think that you can get up there and entertain people and shit.
0: What are you trying to say here?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying.
0: W- one of us in this show considers himself an entertainer, and it ain't you. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: I'm just saying.
0: <laughs>
2: I'm, not saying it ha- I'm not saying it has to be
0: something severe, but... Uh, well, uh, here's the thing, though. It's like, I can't say I disagree with you. <laughs> yeah, I know there's probably a screw or two loose, but I channel it into fun things.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what an actor does is channels their oddness into, you know. Acting.
0: All right. What are you saying here? Oddness.
2: <laughs> They're eccentricities.
0: What? the Fucking holiday Christmas episode is just you being like, you're fucking weird. You know that, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no not necessarily mm, but maybe a little bit <laughs>
0: but yeah fucking ken spears david prouse r.i.p man
2: yeah yeah two-thirds of darth vader gone <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> i
0: don't know why that just struck me as funny oh well yeah because there's the
2: trinity of
0: i know i know but still that's funny. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be half of Darth Vader though? Or do you not count Hayden? Uh
2: I don't count him. Whoa. I mean not I don't count him as Darth Vader in the suit, is what I'm saying. Right on. The in the suit Darth Vader.
0: Okay, fair enough. Well fucking James Earl Jones wasn't in the fucking suit at all. No,
2: but he was the voice of Darth Vader in the suit. They didn't overdub <laughs> Hayden Christensen with fucking his voice, so
0: you're really fucking splitting hairs at this point. No, I'm not. There's a logical fucking out for you here, and I thought you would have taken it. Fucking O.T. Vader, come on. You're oh, like, yeah. no, but here's the well, thing, but in
2: the suit. I didn't think I had to like explain it that
0: You do, because I'm fucking with you.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, O.T. Vader. There you go. I'm
0: just turning the screws.
2: <laughs> yeah, but see, even P.T. Vader had
0: James Earl Jones. I know. Wait, what you just said fucking he didn't they didn't overdub Hayden Christensen with James Earl Jones, didn't you?
2: Yeah. But at the end of Revenge of the Sith, he it's James Earl Jones' voice. I know. Well there you go. And and he was in the suit.
0: That attempt to fuck with you went nowhere.
2: I know. I was having none of it. No nope. I was having none of it, sir. This is a serious <laughs> conversation. <laughs>
0: Tell me again about that fucking lightsaber of Luke's.
1: <laughs> um, Will you see?
0: No, we're not doing that again. <laughs> fucking Mandalorian gauntlets. Fuck me sideways. Um.
2: Yeah, whistling birds. Django's got them. Boba Fett's got them. Oh God,
0: I should have said it. Mandalorian's got them. Yep. <laughs> uh yes, yes, yes. Nerd. Um. Well, we've got some shit to cut at the top of this, so we're good for a few more minutes. Do you want to talk your board game, or yeah, we can talk it. Enterprise, or do you want to start fucking setting up the game? I don't want to shortchange anything.
2: Well, I'm probably not going to talk too much about this board game since I haven't actually played it. Then do it. So I can I can I got the rule book here, so I can like kind of give you the overview of how you do it. Okay. So yeah, so for my birthday this year. Fam got me that uh, Mandalorian f- Monopoly.
0: How old are you again? Nineteen. The fam. Seventeen. Nineteen, seventeen. That's about right, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the fam. <laughs> but
2: they uh, they got me that Mandalorian Monopoly that I talked about before, um, and then they also got me uh, that Dungeons and Dragons Adventure Begins board game. So I was super excited to play that with them. Of course, nobody will agree to play it with me now. Um, So, of course, I'm Uh. reduced to playing with myself, as usual.
0: (laughs) I was hoping you'd go that route. I did. Uh.
2: That was the only real way to go.
0: It was. It was really only (laughs) one choice
2: there of phrasing. You
0: know, after we play the game, I'm going to have to bring something up, and I break your nuts a lot but i'm gonna have to bring something up and give you a lot of credit but continue so
2: anyway we haven't played it yet but i have like unboxed it and on you know popped all the pieces out and because <laughs> it's one of those games where it comes with like cardboard sheets that have like right. all the cards in it and the you know the board the tile for the board and stuff you got to pop all those things out individually mm-hmm. um but damn those the cardboard like the the board itself is pretty interesting cuz it's actually like four sections that fit together like a puzzle okay and so you can fit them together in like multiple configurations and they're double sided so there's oh so there's different dungeons on the front and back so you can like mix and match them i guess
0: so like if you had two you could run a fucking big awesome game
2: um yeah except uh oh. yeah i mean you could so the the thing is it's like There's four different, quote, journeys. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there's four different game scenarios to play, and each one has its own distinct boss at the end. Um, So the game is like you going through this dungeon, each section of this dungeon, to get to the monster at the end. Okay. There's a beholder as one of the bosses, and a fire giant, and a dragon, and a kraken.
0: I know what all those things are. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And so, the way you set it up, like each at the end of each section of the board is a, is like a gatekeeper. They call it a gatekeeper monster. So, it's like a mini boss. Mm-hmm. And so, you get, you know, you move along this dungeon and you go off in the branching corridors and stuff. And then you have to fight monsters and shit. And you have to draw these cards that say what monster you have to fight. Oh. And that kind of stuff. And then once you get to the gatekeeper, you have to defeat the gatekeeper before you can move on to the next section of the dungeon.
0: New fans are allowed. Yeah.
2: (laughs) 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 What? I don't get it.
0: Gatekeeping.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you have to destroy the gatekeeper. Like, I'm not going to say it. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I mean, it looks pretty cool. And you've got, it's surprisingly a lot of customization with just a right. few just a few options. I mean, with just a few pieces there's like a lot of different things you can do with it. So there's like four there's four characters you can play as, different classes, and then there's cards that can modify their abilities and stuff so that you can like mix and match and do different stuff. It's pretty cool. I mean, it looks really interesting.
0: That sounds fucking fun. Yeah. It, like D&D itself, it's simple but complex.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's basically what this is. It's D&D in a board game form. That sounds awesome. With with like reduced rules and reduced rolling, dice rolling. There's only, each person gets a 20-sided die, and that's it.
0: Oh, so did you get a bunch of fucking new D20s in there?
2: There's a red one, a yellow one, a blue one, and a green one that correspond to the-
0: Oh, that's badass.
2: to corresponds to the red, yellow, blue, and green unpainted plastic miniatures, character tokens.
0: That's awesome. You know, I've- Sort of said this before, and I mean, I know fucking Rona times, it's like, no, it's not happening. But it would be awesome if we could fucking get together and like play, I know it sounds fucking stupid, but I don't care. It would be fun. And play like board games and shit like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like we did the the battleship.
0: Yeah. But I mean, we would have to be in the same room to play that or Scooby Clue. That would be awesome.
2: I mean, we could technically play those games like like chess style. Like where we each have to move each other's pieces so that our, mm. our boards reflect each other's, like what the other that's person's true. looking at.
0: Yeah, we do both have Scooby Clue, don't we? We do. Huh. Hmm. There's a fucking idea.
2: 2021, here we go.
0: I mean, it wouldn't be as fun as being in the same place, but yeah, that's an idea.
2: But yeah, so you huh. like, you can defeat these monsters and you'll get gold. You, you get these little gold tokens. hmm And then you can... Find magic item cards. So then you can and then when the and you can actually level up your character, which is kind of cool.
0: Okay, I got a question. The magic item cards, because you could you use like the magic item cards that came with the essential set in that game?
2: Uh or would it like
0: completely break it? I have no idea. Oh
2: I'm not sure. I was just wondering if they were similar. I don't think so, because I think the rules are different. Okay. But I'm not sure. Uh, you were
0: talking about leveling up. Yeah. So, oh, I didn't know
2: this. I didn't know this part. Hmm. You level up when you collect uh, five gold pieces. You can level up. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Well, that so sounds
1: then, fucking So then you, awesome. then you take
2: your character card or your combat card. You get three cards for your character, like the personal information, like the class information and combat information or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I guess the combat one, you flip it over to the backside and it's and it's level two, <laughs>
0: okay, yeah, I know
2: that sounded fucked up.
0: <laughs> okay, let me ask you this. do you think, and I know you haven't played it so you don't know for sure, but do you think that would be a good way to like start a character for a campaign? Uh, I
2: mean, I guess you could, but it's pretty concrete what the characters are, though. so it's not like right. you can, it's not like you can like, you know, they all have a, they all have their own names already. they have their own. Well, backgrounds and stats and, you know, so it's not like you could... I mean, you could. You could take this person and put them in your campaign, I would imagine.
0: I mean, with that much information, I guess you could. it would be a good way to build fucking NPCs, too, into your game.
2: You could. It, it might be better. I mean, you'd be better off probably to get, like, a deck of NPC cards or something.
0: Right. Which are also in the fucking Essentials Kit.
2: Right. But,
0: yeah. That sounds fucking awesome, though, to yeah. me.
2: It does. It sounds really fun. And I'm, I'm hoping... Um, depending on where our fundage is, I'm hoping to get that dungeon game and give it to the kids for Christmas. Okay. It's like, um, it's another kind of D&D-ish entry point game, you know? Gotcha. But it's like, this that one's even super simpler than this. It's like, it's you literally roll one die and and have to get above a certain number to kill a monster, and that's oh. that's it. <laughs> you know, it's not, there's nothing complicated about it at all. So that might work better for the littlest one.
0: Yeah, to try and fucking spark the interest. hmm And then you can fan the flames being like, well, daddy's got... <laughs> I see what you're doing. Yeah,
2: but so far I've been pretty unsuccessful with doing that for anything that I like, so... Yeah. Not see, sure. See, that
0: right there is one of the main reasons why I don't want kids, because they'd be like, fucking Scooby-Doo is stupid, and I'd be like, you're fucking stupid, and you can't really do that to a kid.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, you can, but...
0: Then they turn out like you know and want to get into entertainment.
2: You can you can you can definitely do it when they leave the room.
0: Oh well, yeah. But let's see, we're closing in on fifty minutes. So what say we kick off this game? Okay. I don't, is did you have more you wanted to say or no?
2: That was it. Since I haven't okay, actually I played it yet, it. I don't. I can't yeah. really like say whether it's easy well, or fun or fast or whatever.
0: What. It's good that you introduced it though cuz that means now we get to do a follow up when you do play. Oh, that's
2: right. I almost got them to play it
0: today. S- I'm kind of so glad close. you didn't though. Yeah. Cuz it like I said I like planting seeds like that for us to have more topics in the future.
2: Well, there you go. <laughs> seed planted.
0: Yep. Cuz you're the fucker who's always like what if we don't what if we run out of shit to talk about? Never going to happen, dude.
2: Yeah, apparently not.
0: Never going to fucking happen.
2: <laughs> apparently not. So
0: we may occasionally run back and fucking repeat some shit, but we'll still always have new shit.
2: Yeah, 100%. We do that all the time.
0: Yep. Um so yeah, let's let's start talking about this game. Okay. Okay. So everybody knows the fucking game telephone and it's it's a lot simpler than what we're doing here today usually. But as everybody knows by now, like I've really gotten into Critical Role and uh when the Rona struck, they couldn't really get together to play, mm-hmm. you know, their campaign like they had been doing, f- you know, for like five years or whatever at this point. So they started playing what they call narrative telephone, where somebody would like write a short little story that they could read in a minute and a half, two minutes, sometimes a little bit longer, mm-hmm. and play telephone with that. I fucking love the idea. They did eight episodes earlier in the year, and they just started a second i guess campaign if it of it if you want to call it that mm-hmm. and right now there's two episodes out should be another one out by the time this episode drops and i was like oh that's fucking awesome man because it's it's just fun to me for them to fucking listen to them pass a story around and listen to it get so fucked up and details get dropped and mm-hmm. for some reason people are like fuck it we're gonna add this detail in it's just fun, man. And I've since we've been doing this, I've been trying to play games. We played Battleship for like a year because of it. Yeah. And that was something original and ours. We didn't rip off from some other podcast. Well, we're ripping this off from somebody else, but we're making it our own. And I got... Def- um, definitely making it our own. <laughs> I got a group, including you and I, of eight people together. Mm-hmm. I asked a few other people, but I didn't really hear back from them, um, but hopefully if this goes well and we do it again, um, I'd like to switch it up and get more people or different people, too, mm-hmm. just because I think it would fuck it up more, and I want to get different accents and shit involved. Yeah, that was kind of cool.
2: That was cool about about this one. I liked that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, that was my goal is I wanted to get people from because I don't know why, but it's been on my mind. And I've been thinking about it a lot lately. I love that we've got maybe it's like even just one person in a different country. But I love that we've got like a global audience. Yeah. And a global group of people who've helped us do shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was trying to get somebody from the UK, but a couple of those people never replied to me. Like I said, we know people all over the world, so I was trying to get them involved and get different accents because I think that's part of it, too. That'll help throw shit off. You know what? I'm I'm,
2: I'm disappointed we don't have anybody in Japan. I wish we did. Okay. I don't know. Just saying. Just saying that'd Uh be cool.
0: I think we have people from Japan that visit the site, but they don't really interact with us. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: Oh. Interesting.
0: Every once in a while, we get a couple visitors from the... As it's called on the site, the Russian Federation.
2: Yeah, those are probably trolls and hackers trying to get into uh-huh, our site. uh
0: that's the ones where I'm like, no.
2: Yeah, don't want that.
0: But if you look at the site stats, yeah, it's pretty fucking global. And I mean, even the listenership. For some reason, I don't know who the fuck it is, but we've got a lot of listeners that come from Ireland. Hmm. But we've got four dudes, including you and I. Four dudes, four chicks. We've got people from one, two... Three different countries, um, one, two, three, four different states. So we got a pretty fucking good group of folks here. I only had, I think, two rules. Um, I only wanted people to listen once, and I, I didn't want them to edit. I wanted, like, any flubs or fuck-ups or anything left in, because it makes it funnier, and there's a few times throughout where you hear some of the people go, uh, and they just start laughing. Right. That to me is awesome because it's like, I know what you're going through.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean,
0: I I technically don't because I started it off, but yeah. And that was the other thing. I wanted you and I to start and end it so it would be like me sending a message to you.
2: Yeah. Well, I figured it was just, by, by the time I listened to the, the one before mine. Right. I was like, oh, I know what this is. This is an elaborate setup for me to look like a dipshit.
0: Well- It wasn't. It really wasn't.
2: Because when I started doing mine, I'm like, I don't even know what to say to that.
0: (laughs) Well, we'll analyze them after. But no, it really wasn't. Because I would have loved it if you would have started and sent the mess, sent it down the line to me.
2: Yeah. Well, next time let's do that.
0: Right. And I'll I'll set up the order, or you can set up the order. It doesn't fucking matter. But yeah, next time I would like you to start it because, but I just figured this way I would take all the pressure off of you of like quick try and think of something you know because what i wrote to read that came to me in like five minutes
2: yeah so it was pretty intricate
0: well that was the other thing listening to critical role i've learned how to do it to make it fuck up because there's a lot of alliteration Mm -hmm. there's rhyming i threw in a bunch of references to our shit which by the time it got to you were all gone
2: yeah most everything was gone
0: (laughs) other than well we'll talk about it after
2: (laughs) yeah i listened to yours after i was done and i was like holy shit this thing was long (laughs) Uh,
0: but i had a lot of references a lot of alliteration rhyming and the other key thing i got from critical role is i wanted to do to do a couple but they didn't fit but i threw in a voice as you'll hear somebody makes a very special appearance so, with all that in mind, we're going to throw to that, and then we'll come back and talk about it after, okay? Okay. All right, so see you then, gang. Yeah, on there. Gang, the story of the Nerd Blitz is definitely a curious yarn of much deception and headache. But since there are great gaping holes in the narrative, allow me to fill in some of the blanks in the alarmingly ambiguous affair. Number one. First and foremost... Fitz's face is far from the long alleged hockey mask. In fact, Fitz's face features a fine flesh free of fuzz for folks from far to view. It's true! Number two, despite decades of denial, Doom didn't develop dog like qualities until a deal with the devil went dismally down the drain. Don't despair, Doom doesn't mind. Dogs do accept him in their domain. Number three, the last thing we feel should be clarified is that on that day, all those years ago, these two did indeed crash into that ditch and slip into a strange, shared, dreamlike state a la The Matrix. But, you know, like The Good Matrix, not the shitty sequels or any of that other dumb horse shit they did. Anywho, I think that clears everything up now. And if anyone tells you that it doesn't, you look that fuck right in the eyes. And tell them to suck two dicks. How about that?
4: (sighs) All right, I'm tired. Bye-bye. And stop. Hello, Next In Line. I'm sure you're really excited to hear that it's me, the one that's going to tell the incredible story and secrets behind the Nerdblitz podcast. So, apparently, there are a lot of rumors going around about the podcast. So, let me tell you some truths about it. One, Fitz's face is far from being the one of a hockey mask. Uh, apparently there's something going on with it, but it's not that. Two, Doom doesn't look like a dog, but he made it pact with the devil that had something to do with the image we have of that. But most importantly, three, They both fell into a ditch and spent uh, a sort of um, night together that made them feel like they were in the matrix but the good matrix not the uh, these uh, sequels uh, that were not very good Uh, so the conclusion of all this is that if someone tells you that Nerd Blitz is not uh, good, you gotta tell them to suck two dicks, and that's it, and that's the whole story. So, I hope you liked it. Take care, bye.
5: Greetings next in line. I am J. Sarge, I can't remember my name, so I am here to tell you the story, the legend, the tale, the origin of the nerdblitz, although... I can't really say if that's true. Apparently, the most important thing you need to know is the doom. <laughs> Shit. Okay. There's a lot of rumors flying around all this. So starting at the beginning, their <laughs> the logo, their faces... Uh Fitz's face is not actually a hockey mask although there is something fucked up with all that who knows. And then Doom is not actually a dog looking type person but made a pact with the devil at some point that required him to have his to to show that instead of his actual image. Um they started the podcast after falling into a ditch together it, that was some sort of like a Matrix type situation, but the good Matrix, not the bad Matrix, i.e. the sequels. And then uh, the most important takeaway is that if people tell you that the Nerd Blitz is not great, then they can suck it. And that's really all I have. Wow. Sorry. Yeah. Okay.
6: Hello. So my name is Sherry, and I guess I am the next in line in this game. Um, No pressure going after Jay Sarge or anything. So cool. Okay, here we go. I am here to tell you the legend, the tale, the myth of the origins of the Nerd Blitz. Although who can say if it's really true because there were a lot of rumors flying around about it. So it starts with the logo and (laughs) I'm laughing because I made the logo. Uh, Fitz's face, (laughs) you don't have to clue that part. Fitz's face is not really a hockey mask. There's something about that. And uh, Doom is not really a dog type person, but he made a deal with the devil to appear as some sort of dog-type person. And the whole thing started when Doom and Fitz fell into a ditch together in some type of Matrix situation, but it was the good Matrix, not the bad Matrix, i.e. the sequels. Um. Oh, and if someone tells you the Nerd Blitz isn't good, it's bad, then you got to tell them to suck it and... Uh... That is where my goldfish memory runs out. I think I got the important bits in. So uh, I guess that's about it for my turn, unless I just start making shit up, but I won't cause I play by the rules. So uh, thanks for having me. This was fun and uh, catch you on the flip side. Peace out.
3: Hello, this is Tahara or Ta, um, and I am following sherry on this uh interesting experiment um and she followed Jay sarge so i'm just trying to just trying to warm myself into this so this is the legend of uh the nerd blitz pod or the tale um but apparently there were many different versions, so the validity is questionable. Uh, And um, let's see. Fits... Oh, it starts with the original logo, which Sherry designed and wasn't supposed to mention it, but I like that fact. Um, Okay, the logo. Fits has a hockey mask, but doesn't really wear a hockey mask or have a hockey mask and Doom looks like a dog-like person but he is not really a dog-like person and the whole thing started when the two of them fell into a ditch that apparently was uh, Matrix-like and that's how it was formed but it was but... Uh, <laughs> it was based upon um, the better Matrixes. So either not the first or the better one was the first one, better than the sequels. Um, I wish I could provide more knowledge about the Matrix, which one was better, because I don't know. Um, And also, uh, if someone says the Nerd Blitz pod is bad Then you are to tell them to suck it. So definitely do that. And uh, yeah, I think, shoot, I think I got it all. Um, What my uh, memory can hang on to and good luck to the person following me. And I hope you all are doing well. That's it. Bye bye.
7: Hey guys, this is Ange, or Angie, whatever, um, and I am following Ta on this um, on this recording for this experiment. Uh, she did a great job. I understood her clearly with what was given, so shout out to her. She did a great job. Uh, <laughs> I have absolutely no idea what the hell's going on, but... What I gathered from this was, this is the tale of how the Nerd Blitz pod started. And um, I guess it started with the logo that Sherry made. But I guess she wasn't supposed to say anything about it. Or maybe, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if somebody wasn't supposed to say anything about it, but, um, anyway, it started with the logo from Sherry. And, um, I guess in the logo Fitz is wearing a hockey mask, but he doesn't own or have, or wear a hockey mask. So, um, also in the logo, Doom looks like a dog like creature man. Um, however, he doesn't, act like a dog-like creature man however i'm gonna add this part in myself because i beg to differ with that fact um how (laughs) but anyway so uh yeah and i guess like uh doom and Fitz fell into some kind of ditch and and it was like the matrix but there's some discrepancy on whether it was more like the Matrix, the original Matrix, or the sequels uh, Matrix. So uh, anyway, it was like the Matrix. And that's how, how the Nerd Blitz pod started. So that's all that I can remember from Ta's wonderful um, recording of this. But Anyway, and I'm extremely sorry for my dogs are playing in the background. They're running around, so um, good luck, guys. Have fun, and happy holidays to everybody. Bye, guys.
8: All right. What's up, everybody? This is Midnight Smoke here. So um, this is the whole, like, nerd blitz, like, telephone, but without telephone. We should go it the nerd blitz internet, man. Like, no joke. Just the Nerd Blitz. <sighs> Internet. Here it goes. So, I've been Night Smoking following Ange. And from what I gathered, is that the Nerd Blitz. Uh, it, it's, it all started from their logo. So, if you check out their logo, right? Their logo, it was created by Sherry. Sherry, sorry. And it was supposed to be uh, like a surprise. Like, no one was supposed to know about it. Like, a top secret mission. Like, James Bond and shit. Alright. But like, uh, fits, he has, like, a hockey mask in his, but he doesn't play hockey, like, they have no idea where they came from, and Doom, he, like, looks like, like, a monkey, like, dog creature man, and this is a side note, this is not part of the thing, but Ange thinks that he does, okay, also, uh, like, they, uh, fell into, like, uh, the Matrix ditch or something, but didn't know which Matrix it was, They didn't know if it was, like, one or two, I don't know, Matrix is dumb, um, but that's how the Nerd Blitz started, guys. Like, no joke. It all came from a fucking logo. Isn't that fucking neat? I think that was the end. I don't know. I made that little last part up. But anyway, it was a lot of fun, and good luck.
2: Hey, guys. This is Fitz, and I'm going to attempt to follow old Smokey here uh, with this telephone uh, message thing. I feel like I'm not high enough after that last one. Um, but anyway... Uh, it sounds like this was the, uh, uh, the story of how the, uh, nerd blitz started. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know where it started from this skit, not the nerd blitz. I know where that started from. Uh, anyway, uh, it started from, uh, our logo. Uh, Sherry made the logo. Uh, and it's got doom's avatar as the Scooby-Doo Dr. Doom hybrid. And, uh, it's got my Twitter avatar. That's always been the blues hockey mask. Uh, I did used to play hockey a long, long, long time ago, but that's where that comes from is, uh, all through high school, I was a big hockey fan. So that's where that comes from. Um, other than that, it has nothing to do with me and any of my interests these days, (laughs) but I just kept it anyway. Uh, according to Smokey, we fell into the matrix. Um, this, I don't remember, but, uh, it's totally possible. Uh, yeah, I don't have no idea where that came from. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess that's it. it was, that was the story of how we became to be, I guess. Which is completely not true, but somehow it's been mangled into that. Anyway, well, this was not what I expected. <laughs> um, Bye.
0: And we're back. Wasn't that a clusterfuck? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind of,
2: but not necessarily in a bad way
0: oh no no no, no. that's the thing i want to make sure that everybody who took part in this knows we're not making fun of you that's kind of the fucking point of the game is to fuck it up right that's what makes it fun but real quick before we get into the analysis of everybody's bits or we talk about my story that i wrote we do want to thank at T E S D Groupie at the J Sarge at Sherry Archinoff at Looking for Eight at G G A M K three zero and at Midnight Smoke One yep. for taking part in this with us. Yeah. When we tweet this episode out, I'm definitely going to tag them and thank them. Okay. Same as I as I'll do for Katya. Yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna have to ask her. Can you send us a file? How to say your name too? Yeah. But yeah, seriously, thanks to you six for helping me make this idea a reality. Cause I really did. I thought it would be a good end of the year thing. I have a little fucking extra fun involve a bunch of listeners and contributors and shit mm-hmm. yeah it was a
2: fun it was a fun little community thing it was cool to hear everybody's voices and stuff too
0: uh you had to use the word community
2: okay so it's okay
0: i hate how everything's a community now i know we've we've probably talked about it because it really fucking annoys me well, and it annoys me yeah It just bugs me. Fucking. Yeah. The gaming community. And it's like, what? Mm. I know. Stupid thing. We're having fun. Let's not get into my angry (laughs) brains. But yeah, I seriously want to thank you guys for taking part in our goofy little game here. Because, yeah, I I did. I thought it was a fun way to, like I said, involve listeners and contributors. And after what a fucking whore this year has been, Mm -hmm. end it with some fun, you know?
2: Yeah, I'm all for that.
0: But yeah like I said, the whole point of the game is to fuck it up, so I hope nobody feels bad about us making jokes and shit like we're about to mm-hmm. like I said, it's the point it's not being like, well, you're a fuck up, you fucked it up it's like you fucked it up you know by design, so haha good on you, and you did it in an awesome way right i w- I want that to be clear
2: right it wouldn't have been fun if nobody f- if it was We've went through completely clean through all eight people.
0: Right. But I will say if everybody would have done it completely clean and nailed the nerdo voice, I would have I would have been disappointed,
2: but also impressed. But I would have
0: <laughs> <right? laughs> been like, "Holy shit, they were like, you can suck through dicks." Hey? How about that? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we need to get, like, what's her fucking name? Uh, oh, what's the broad who can remember everything?
2: Oh, uh... Mary Lou Henner. Mary Lou Henner, yeah.
0: Is she still alive?
2: I think so. <laughs>
0: I was going to say, can not, can't remember her up.
2: <laughs> I think so.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true irony.
2: <laughs> I know. That's why I said it.
0: Um, But...
2: I, I liked it. Of all of us, the only person who actually said suck two dicks was groupie.
0: I know that like there were some things in her that was like, where'd she get that? Like, for instance, when she was like, there's something going on with Fitz's face. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> I did not say that. But I love that. She's like, it's fucked up or something. He's got gross. I don't know. <laughs> it's the way it came on. Oh, I know.
2: That's why I said it was yours was so complicated. People were like, nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right but before we get into the breakdown i want to test you okay how many references did you hear in there
2: like a couple that i know for sure like the the gaping right uh gap in whatever the narrative
0: great gaping holes in the narrative right right
2: and then what was uh, the first uh, oh shit i had i had them and then i had to open that stupid jar off mic and then <laughs> and then now i can't remember
0: <laughs> but there was two
2: other ones that I could that I thought. Of. Uh, let's see.
0: There was one that I was hoping nobody would leave in because it was like it's an inside reference for you and I. Okay. But let's just test your. Ma- you know, suck two dicks. How about that? That was the original quote.
2: Well, yeah, that's
0: right. That was the second one.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I can't think of it now. It was the the Matrix. You know, the good Matrix, not the shitty sequels. Was that was that from Clerks 2?
0: Uh, no. Oh. I'm, I'm talking about references, references to our show, to our shit. Yeah. Oh, 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 if you don't know, I'll just tell you. Okay. The one was, I think it was in our one year special. Mm-hmm. We talked about when we went and seen episode seven, we, you were really like in a coma or something. You crashed into the ditch on the way home.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's I was going to say that one. That one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then the other one was real subtle. Mm-hmm. You listened to my entire file, right? Yeah. Okay. At the end, I went
2: the, the uh, and stop.
0: Yeah, the and stop. That was the one. It's like I hope nobody fucking leaves this in because that's like an inside joke. Oh,
2: okay. I didn't know you meant that as a reference. I thought that was. Uh huh. I thought that was just because you do that every time you record, and then right, you just didn't cut it because you didn't want people to cut anything out.
0: No, 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 no. no. That was one hundred percent a reference. I've got it written here and underlined. I could take a picture gotcha. and show it to you. I believe you. It's a three M's D stop. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that's the little inside thing, because like you just said, almost every time we finish an episode, it's like, all right, we're done, right, and stop.
2: Oh, okay. Well, then I did get them all. Yeah. Just two of them I didn't think were going to count as references. I thought they were too... uh, Well, because I thought the ditch part, I thought that was not counting as a reference because that was actually part of the story right it wasn't like subtly thrown in there right and the and stop i thought was real i didn't know i didn't think that was a. Uh, i didn't nope. think you put that in on purpose
0: nope i did okay <laughs> how did what did you think of all that fucking alliteration because again for yours it's first and foremost fitz's face is far far <laughs> from and then in fact fitz's face features a fine flesh free of fuzz for folks <laughs> for <Whoa.
2: part. laughs> uh-huh. it's true number two yeah it's funny <laughs> Uh yeah. Yeah, that was that was funny, especially since all I had heard at the time was Midnight Spokes, which <laughs> bears absolutely no resemblance to yours at all. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so I went back and listened to yours and I'm like, God damn, he put a lot of effort into that. <laughs> and by the time it got to me it was like, I don't know, this, his face is fucked up and like
1: <laughs> he, doesn't he doesn't even
2: he like, hockey. Doesn't like hockey and <laughs>
0: we already talked about groupie i thought hers was funny because she was like there's something up with fitz's face i don't know what it is though Mm -hmm. and she made us fucking sound you know Uh, robotic
2: yeah right
0: (laughs) i almost threw a reference to that in
2: i almost i at the end (laughs) i almost in mine i almost i almost said uh, when I was talking about crashing into the ditch and the matrix and all that. Right. I almost said,
7: "Ooh la la.
0: <laughs> oh, I but, thought about including that one too, but it's like, Ooh. Yeah.
2: But I didn't, I didn't. Right. I, thought, I thought, eh, let's don't do that.
0: But yeah, we've talked about groupies. Jay Sarge. I loved how suddenly it turned into the legend of the nerd. Blitz. Uh, yeah. And we're great.
2: Yeah, we are we are kind of great. So
0: yeah, we are legends in our own minds. Yeah, and never once did I mention the logo, but Jay Sarge was the first one to be like, "The logo's super important now." All right.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then what I loved was
2: yeah, I wondered how it got to the logo so quick. I was like, right, oh, like oh, like like wow, that's a weird that's a weird origin story that. I'm like, there's no way he wrote that that's how it started.
0: <laughs> right. Well, that's the thing. Like, once we got to Smokey and he's like, yeah. dude, the logo's the most important thing. That's where it all started. And I was yeah. like, did it now? <laughs> yeah. But um, then when we got to Sherry and all of a sudden there's mythological origins and shit. Right. <laughs> And then this, I was almost like, "Oh, that's a great reference that she made on her own, but she stole the whole fucking goldfish thing."
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. was
0: fucking dying listening to that. Yeah,
2: I wonder if she did that on purpose. Was that on? I was don't that know an on purpose reference or just <laughs> that was. Yeah, that was pretty funny.
0: But then it got to Ta, and all of a sudden it went from a legend and myth to man, it's just a tale. <laughs> And, you know, listening to hers, because she's from New York, fucking New York, Mm -hmm. I've noticed uh, somehow, I don't know how I got a hold of it, but I say dog the same way she does sometimes. Oh, really? Yeah, dog.
2: Hmm. Must be an Italian thing.
0: (laughs) It must be, yeah.
2: It's like in your DNA. It's impossible for you to say dog. Yeah, dog. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. But I liked, uh, Sherry's, you get, there was a little, uh, one of the thing. one of the words she said in there was very Canadian accented.
0: There was a couple of them, like, especially when she opened it up and she's like, hello. Uh,
2: I wasn't thinking that one. It was towards the end.
0: That's what I'm saying though. There were a couple Yeah. where it's like, she's oozing that unintentional niceness,
2: mm. <laughs> but it was like an OU sound, the mm. Canadian OU sound.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I, I noticed it. Mm. Back to what I was saying earlier, I love the fucking accents and flavor of it all. Yep. <laughs> I loved, too, that she Sherry and hers, she was like, oh, don't leave that in about her creating the, the logo. And then uh-huh. suddenly that became part of the story. It's like, you know, right. Sherry created the logo, right? And it's <laughs> right. the most important part of it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. That's funny. Uh,
0: and Another intentional thing I did, I didn't want to let everybody know who was going to be coming after them mm-hmm. because I wanted to see if that would become part of the story, too. Being like, I'm following this person, or. Yeah, it
2: did. <laughs>
0: it did. It really did. And I was like, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh,. I liked by the time we got to Angie, too, it was like, nobody talk about Sherry. <laughs> yeah. And then everybody after that was like, you know, well, I guess it was just Smokey after her and then you. Yeah. <laughs> but Angie, for once it got to her, it turned in as like, don't talk about Sherry, because Sherry was like, you know, because I created the logo. Oh, don't mm-hmm. leave that in. And then toss said something about Right.
2: She said she said she wasn't supposed to say that or something. Right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> then when it got to Angie, it's like, don't talk about her. <laughs> <laughs> Like she killed a guy and we were trying mm-hmm. to distance ourselves from her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then fucking wise ass Angie had to fucking take a shot at me. Mm-hmm. I don't know what she's talking about that I act like a dog.
2: Yeah. Act like a dog or look like a dog? Both. Oh.
0: I think she said act like a dog, though, because I-, I don't know what she's talking about. It's not like I've growled in people's faces before.
2: Mm, yeah. Well, I mean, not in their face, but.
0: No, that really happened once, remember?
2: Oh, yeah, at the Walmart.
0: No, uh, you might be thinking of a separate... I really do growl at people a lot, don't I?
2: But, like, right in his face? Right in their face?
0: Uh, Yeah, dude, I... Didn't I tell you? This was years ago. We were at a casino, and I was... Had my back against a pillar, and some lady, like passed right in front of my face like i'm talking within a foot of my face because mm-hmm. we went out to i want to say it was Harris slash hollywood to meet my now dead cousin mm-hmm. and i was standing with my back against a pillar because that's how i do mm-hmm. and this lady passed real close to my face and like i growled teeth and everything and she like fucking jumped back jesus didn't i tell you that
2: you no, you're lucky you didn't get tased
0: <laughs> she's lucky she didn't get fucking bit <laughs> I'm pretty sure I told you that. I thought it was a joke corner. Oh, maybe you might have. I might have just forgot. Goldfish with glasses.
2: That's right. There
0: you go. (laughs) But yeah, I thought I told you that. Maybe I meant to.
2: You probably did. Probably just blended in with all the other growling stories.
0: (laughs) But yeah, full on in her face, like... She got within a foot of my face, dude, when she passed by me, mm-hmm. and just full on like teeth and everything, mm. and she fucking jumped back, eyes as big as saucers and shit. So, mm. I really don't know what Angie's talking about, that I act like a dog.
2: I know, that was pretty uncalled for.
0: That's some profiling. Mm-hmm. And then we got to fucking Smokey. <sighs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, after I heard him blow that smoke out, I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. This is not going to go well.
0: well. First off, though, he started with me, I'm like, you guys need to fucking change the name of this.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's like, it's not telephone, it's internet.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm like, fuck, I should have placed him earlier in the lineup. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
2: yeah. well, it would have been like three words by the time it got to me. Fucking A. <laughs> uh, I just have to make up my own story.
0: Uh, I got an idea for if I do the story, if we do this multiple more times, because mm-hmm. obviously you're taking the story the next time, but if I do another story, I've got an idea that nobody's going to fucking replicate, but it's going to be hilarious when you you listen back to my initial story, mm-hmm. and you'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> But um, the, I he focused on the logo in a big bad way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cause he was like, "It's a secret. It's like fucking James Bond and shit." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Where the fuck did you get that?" <laughs> <laughs> and then when he was like, "Did y'all know it started with the logo?" and it's like, "I didn't." I know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, his might be the weirdest because he's like Fitz doesn't like hockey and somehow now Doom's a monkey.
2: Yeah, he was a a monkey. I
0: was like, wait, I am. Mm. (laughs) And then we came to you. I loved yours because
2: I didn't know what to do with it. I was so confused. (laughs)
0: Well, I love Jersey because you were just like, fuck it. And you started fact checking. <laughs> I didn't
2: know what else to do. I was like, am I am I supposed to repeat what he said? Or I, I don't I don't because I was like, there's no way that that's even remotely close to how this started. So am I just supposed to make something up or then I got confused about the rules of the game for a second. <laughs>
0: But yeah, you you did. You were just like, that's not what happened. <laughs> and started telling the real like inspiration for the logo and shit. You're like, well, because my Twitter logo. Right. And Doom, it's Scooby-Doo and Dr. Doom.
2: Yeah, I know mine was, I, knew I told you mine was lame because <laughs> I was like.
0: Yeah, by the time it got to you, though, there was really nothing left other than like the Matrix sucks.
2: Right.
5: <laughs> oh, that was so much fucking fun.
2: <laughs> oh, shit. Uh,
0: yeah, I'm I'm really glad with the way it turned out. Yeah,
2: yeah, it turned out pretty good.
0: I was hoping it would it would be a bigger chunk of the show. Mm-hmm. But I can't say I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was really hoping for that to be like the biggest part of the show.
2: Oh, well. Next time. Next yeah, time. I mean, including the wrap up or the analysis of it, it's, it was pretty big, about a half hour. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, but yeah, uh oh, I do love that idea. <laughs> And I, I'm thinking about other people we can add in and uh, ways, like my next turn, ways to make it way worse. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. Like I said, it all started with uh, Critical Role's narrative telephone. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And by the end of it, it, they were they were just fucking with each other because they were adding in, like I said, the alliteration. They were doing multiple voices and they were shooting theirs on video, too. So like they'd step out of frame, come back in with a new voice, step out of frame, come in with a new voice. They were using props and shit. Mm. And it was like, well, we're not going to be doing video, but. I can take like the alliteration the fucking rhyming all that shit different voices and whatnot I can take all of that and use it and I'm so glad that it fucked everybody up
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> now it's your turn you got to write a story and send it uh, the long way to me <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh
2: Okay, well, that'll be a
0: while. <laughs> yeah. You really only need like a minute. Yeah. Minute and a half, two minutes. That's the thing. You don't have to put, you know, like make a logical fucking story out of it either. Yeah, that's true. You just got to fucking get bits of information and pass them along. But I would really like to do that like two, three, four times a year because it, it's a fun, easy thing. You know, mm-hmm. like I said, it involves a lot of people. So, yeah, <sighs> I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah there's that do you want to talk about enterprise or yeah go ahead about a month ago maybe more i finally finished it
2: oh you finished the whole thing yeah oh cool
0: see once it wasn't fucking like super hot out anymore and i could go upstairs i could watch like an episode every night before bed or two episodes or something oh gotcha i couldn't fucking do that because you know how i am with sleep it's a difficult fucking process oh uh, yeah I can't do that when i'm sleeping downstairs okay but yeah i was watching one to two episodes almost every night one like once late september hit and i was upstairs more oh okay and i was already like starting season three i think after you know four or five months Mm -hmm. but yeah i fucking burned through that shit nice and i know you and maybe a lot of people are gonna say i'm fucking nuts but i i do have an explanation why brain damage well, that's obvious. Okay. But I mean, like an actual exp- exp- explanation. So, okay. So that's some of that brain damage we mm-hmm. talk about. But that actually might be my favorite Trek show. See, I heard that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That, bite, that, that was the sound <laughs> of me biting my tongue. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, see here's I have a reason why.
2: I have a mouthful of blood now.
0: <laughs> I just got a mouthful of blood now, you motherfucker. <laughs> well, like I said, I have a reason why. It's kind of like why Clone Wars is so good. Yeah. Because it makes everything that came before and after it so much better.
2: Oh, I see.
0: Especially the fourth season where they can sort of play with all the shit that happens later and be like, here's where it started.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I know, like I said, that there's at some point, I think in that fourth season, because that's the final season, right? Fourth, fourth right. season, yeah. I think in that season is where they get into like the Klingon head ridges and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because they're like genetically tampered with or something. Right. The ones that don't have it, I guess. Right. Yeah.
0: They did something that it broke down their head ridges, Yeah.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the details, but that's right.
0: But I know heard you know a lot of this shit, but I don't yeah. want to spoil it. That's yeah. the problem. But yeah, there's some genetic thing that happened that made basically kind of made their fucking head ridges melt away. Gotcha. And that plays on something that happened earlier in the series, too. So they're tying all of their lore from that specific series in mm-hmm. with the shit that came later. Right. Gotcha. And kind of touching on the shit that happened, you know, in the DS9 episode where they're like, we don't talk about them. We don't about talk them. about them, yeah. Right. So they were, like I said, it's like Clone Wars. They made everything before and after that much better because they were like, we can fucking play with this shit now. Right. And Manny koto was like such a fan of Star Trek also. Mm -hmm. so that made it even better so he's like you know i'm gonna fuck with this a little bit i want to play with this and what it is is the entire season is like two to three episode arcs
2: oh really yeah interesting okay
0: but in a way it's kind of like rebels like that Mm -hmm. because it's like yes each little arc is an arc of its own Mm -hmm. but it also all ties together it's all leading towards something right which I thought was fucking awesome.
2: Hmm. Did they get a proper finale? I don't remember if they...
0: They knew it was coming to an end, so kind of. Okay. But I'm sure you know this. Like, the actual final episode.
2: I don't think...
0: Okay, then I don't want to spoil it too much. But there's a lot of controversy surrounding it. Because a lot of people...
2: What's that beeping? It's fucking smoke alarm upstairs.
0: Is everything alright?
2: Yeah, my... The oven's on. Oh. we got some burnt shit in the oven that sets it off every time.
0: Ew. Okay. There's a lot of controversy about the ending. Mm hmm. Uh,. <sighs> It's hard to talk about without spoiling it, but like I said, you had to have heard something about it, but it, it, the ending isn't really an Enterprise ending mm-hmm. so much as it's like a, this phase of Star Trek finale, like from 87 to 2004, it's a finale of all of that. Oh. Hmm. Because it kind of like ties, you know, all of the series together in a bow. Really? How I'll put it. Hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I might know it if, if you said it, but I don't know. It's not coming to me right now.
0: Yeah, but see, I'm afraid to say it in case you don't know. Yeah, it. I know, I know. And there's things I do like about it, and there's things I don't like about it. But overall, I th- I think it's awesome because the episode before that was like the Enterprise finale. Mm-hmm. They wrapped everything up. They sent it off into the future in like a hopeful way. Mm-hmm. And then they did this PS episode that, like I said, it's it's a finale for that era of Trek. And a lot of people were like, "That's oh, it's bullshit. They should have got a finale all their own. It shouldn't have been like, you know a star trek finale it should have been an enterprise finale right which i I can kind of understand but i don't have issues with it on that front Hmm. but yeah i really do i fucking loved it dude
1: Hmm.
0: i'll say this too starting in season three it still isn't great but the theme song is like 40 percent better
2: Hmm. 40 Uh, percent
0: and and, i mean that's starting from zero
2: well yeah the starting from negative
0: (laughs) yeah that's starting from like negative 10 so 40 percent is like great because you know how the theme song in the first two seasons is kind of like a real sad sappy funeral dirge yeah they it gets more peppy it's still the same song but they make it more peppy and it's like okay this is actually occasionally listenable gotcha because I'm like you said you guys were, where it's like, nope, nope, where's the remote? Mm-hmm. When that fucking theme plays in the first two seasons. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad. The worst part of the show, honestly, is the theme song. Oh. Other than that, to me, it's golden.
2: Easily. That easily colored the show for me. Colored it in right. a bad way.
0: And I can understand why. I really can. Because I'm
2: like, everything after that, I can't take seriously now.
0: Mm-hmm. Which... I didn't know you know that, but I think that Klingon thing is the thing I was talking about when it's like, dude, they fuck with TOS in a big, bad way. Yeah. And it's awesome.
2: No, because I used to listen to this Star Trek podcast like 10 years ago, 12 years ago, like a long time ago. And uh, I had actually sent in like a question or a comment or something about the Klingon Head Ridges thing, you know, or mentioned Mm -hmm. in the DS9, we don't talk about them thing, you know? Right. And uh Then they had said something about, oh yeah, in the Enterprise, they sort of go into that and, you know, they kind of explained it, not like in detail, but that basically there was like scientific shit going on that made them, you know.
0: Right. Yeah. No, they fucking full on tell you like, yeah, there's a reason why. There's a big reason why. And it's fucked up. Right. And it's like, that's awesome. And then like, no, I don't want to say that. But there's a lot of legacy players in it too. I'll say that.
2: Oh really? Yeah. Like characters or actors? Yes. Okay.
0: Something else I really dig, even though I'm not a fan of Voyager, the chick who played uh B'Elanna Torres on that, mm-hmm. she directed a fuck ton of episodes of this. Really? Yeah, and so did LeVar Burton, apparently.
2: I remember that, I think. I remember he was getting into directing Yeah. Like like Frakes was. Right, yeah. Didn't he do a Picard? I think he did a Picard episode too, didn't he? Lavar? Yeah. Or am I thinking mm-hmm. of or am I thinking of Discovery? I don't know. Oh.
0: I know that Frakes has done both. Yeah. Yeah. He's done several of both. Mm-hmm.
2: In fact, I think the one we just watched last week was one that he did. Possibly, yeah. our Burton.
0: But yeah, this has really made me want the novels even more. Okay. Because I, like I said, I know it's a controversial statement, but I really fucking loved it, dude.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could, I can see where it's, you would, you would grow to really, really like it.
0: Because it, it's a great blend, too, of like the first two seasons are real, like, classic trek, one and done type of things. I mean, there is a lot of carryover, mm-hmm. storylines and shit, but it is classic, like, one and done, moving on. Hmm. But season three, that's one entire arc.
2: Oh, really? Hmm.
0: That starts actually in the season two finale. So that's like a 23 episode arc. Dang. And it's it's not 100 percent perfect but like we've said many times nothing is i think there's flaws in mandalorian and you know how much i love that yeah so it's like nothing is perfect but that is a badass 23 episode fucking arc dude and they do awesome strange things with it too like with time travel and all kinds of shit
2: that's one thing about that show is it's definitely strange they definitely do some wacko shit in that show, and in just the I don't know eight episodes that I've seen so far, or six episodes, or however however deep we are into it, right? They take some pretty big swings.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they one hundred percent do. But yeah, season three has some awesome fucking uh, time travel shit. I don't want to say too much else, but <laughs> it's it's fucking fun. That's when it really hits its stride. Okay, and I mean I think Brennan Braga is a little sore about people saying that, but. I think he's part of the reason why, because when Manny Coto came in in season three, it's like he wasn't doing a new show; he was building off what they'd already done.
2: Yeah, you lost me. I don't know what that means.
0: Well, there, there's this dude Manny Cotto, who, when he came in in season three, everybody's like, "Oh, finally, it's good." What? And Brandon Braga, fucking
2: showrunner, or what? What is the guy?
0: Well, he he was just a staff writer in season three, but season oh, four he became the showrunner. I got you. But like I said. A lot of people say that when he came in is when it got good, and I wholeheartedly disagree with that. Yeah. But I think that's when it really hit its stride. Gotcha. And Brandon Braga, he kind of stepped away in season four.
2: Okay. Was he like the head writer or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay.
0: I'm sure you'd know him if you saw him, or at least his name. He wrote a lot of shit on TNG with Ron Moore. Okay. But yeah, I think... He gets a little pissy about it, though, because people are like, oh, that's when it got good. And it's like, but it only got good because of the work they did in the first two seasons, you know?
2: Gotcha. Oh, shit. He, he wrote several episodes of Dexter, that Manny Koto guy.
0: Oh, yeah. He wrote a lot of shit.
2: Mm. Ugh. He also wrote Star Kid, though. So. Mm. Mm. And Dr. Giggles.
0: I don't know what that is, but trust me, his Star Trek work is great. Yeah. And I was I'm watching all the documentaries and shit on there. The cast and crew and shit they say it got good like halfway through season two and it's like i'm sorry but i liked it from the beginning call me fucking simple doom but
2: yeah i mean it does have a charm the first season definitely does seem to have like a charm to it you know right but it does take some getting used to yeah you definitely have to acclimate to it
0: no for sure yeah i mean watching that after you know earlier in the year i watched tos it's like oh yeah it's, it's both are star trek but they're vastly fucking different oh yeah which i think is kind of the same as like watching tng and then watching ds9 yeah they're both star trek but they're vastly fucking different
2: you're right but oh shit brandon braga he didn't just write next generation episodes he wrote the fucking movies oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. god damn he wrote generations and first contact mm-hmm. wow
0: which mild spoilers there's an episode of enterprise that's a sequel to first contact
2: oh no shit that's awesome that makes sense, though.
0: It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, the whole continuity of that particular episode is fucking genius.
2: Yeah. What the fuck is this? Wait a minute. I'm looking at his credits. He wrote something called Star Trek Enterprise 2.
0: That might be a fan film or something, because I don't fucking know. I don't
2: know. It, it says based upon Star Trek Enterprise from, huh. from 2016. What the fuck is this?
0: Uh, I got no idea. fucking idea. I know he's, uh, Brandon's gone on to work on Cosmos and- Oh,
2: Rick Berman. Orville. Wait, Rick Berman wrote it. Oh, no. Oh, I see. Okay. I see. I see. Yeah, it's a fan film. Okay. But it's, he's got a credit because it's based on Enterprise created by-
0: Gotcha. Him. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, because in the Blu-rays, I think this new set came out, mm-hmm. like, just before that, and he's like, No, nah, I'm good with Star Trek. Gotcha. Because- Brandon Braga, he got a lot of shit because in an interview for TNG, he was like, yeah, I never watched the original series. Oy. People fucking tore him to shreds.
2: Oh, I'll bet.
0: Because I think the point of the interview was like, he was a big fan of TNG, he'd never seen the originals, and then he got to work on TNG. Gotcha. Like like the point of it. Gotcha. And people were like, fuck this guy. Yeah. But he did go on... I. i think he said it in some of that blu-ray stuff like he's written more episodes of star trek than anybody
2: hmm yeah i believe it looking at his credits
0: mm-hmm. that also includes you know like you said the movies too yeah which is fucking nuts it is nuts and that was the thing he says, too, is like he wanted to take a one-year break between Voyager and Enterprise, and the network was like, nuh-uh, we're not doing that. We're doing this now. Mm-hmm. Either you do it or we'll get somebody else. Yeah. So he felt a little burnt out going into it. Mm-hmm. Because... Like you said, he fucking did TNG. I think he did some of DS9. He worked on Voyager Hardcore. He did two movies all while doing that other shit. hmm So, yeah, I can see why he'd be burnt out on it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, at some point, what else do you have to say?
0: Right. And it's like, okay, we went back to the beginning. And there's a lot of shit in there. Like, have you gotten into any of the Temporal Cold War shit yet?
2: Temporal Cold War shit? I think so.
0: I think it's kind of mentioned in the pilot.
2: I think so. That sounds familiar.
0: Well, here's what I'll tell you. Don't get too invested in it because they never really get a chance to pay it all off. Oh, okay. I mean, it's cool what they do with it, but they never really get a chance to, you know, make it into anything.
1: Mm Okay.
0: And that was something he said. Like, he really wanted to do more with that. Their original idea is they wanted to do something completely different. They didn't want to have... Like the first season, and I think that's part of the charm of it. It's a lot of like one and done episodes. They didn't want to do that. They wanted to set the entire first season or at least a good chunk of it on Earth. So you would literally see the buildup to them leaving the planet in the first warp five ship. Yeah. And the network was like, no, it's fucking star Trek. You gotta have, you know, stars. Right. Which like, I can understand that, but it's also like, we've talked about some of the other network notes when they're like, what's a hull? Or can't you have a new band every week in that fucking restaurant on the ship? Yeah. It's like network doesn't really know what the fuck they're talking about. Right. Right. But also it's like, I think it could have worked.
2: Yeah. Oh, I think according to this, says this review of this episode is I don't know there's something about the temporal cold war and I think this person saying this is where it starts is in this episode and it's the next one we're up to so oh whoops that's okay doesn't mean anything to me
0: no true but yeah like I said don't get super invested in it because though they wanted to they weren't able to I I mean they drop seeds about it but they never get to give you like the full idea of the whole thing
2: right I get it
0: I really do. I want the novels, and they're so hard to come by.
2: Mm, yeah. Uh,
0: specifically, I and I think it might be because this show wasn't the most popular. Oh, uh, so probably. The novels are hard to you know get a hold of. Right. And the people who have them really loved the show. Right. And they're like, I don't want to get rid of them. So yeah, they're difficult to come by. But I'd really love them because I fucking dug it so much, dude. Right.
2: You, have, you don't have any of them, right? So if I stumble nope. across one, right. I don't have to worry about which one you already have because you don't have any
0: right. of them. And here's the thing, too. There's only 19. <laughs> that's still a lot. No, it is. It is. But when you look at all the other Star Trek shows where I think they at least got like 30, Yeah, it's not really a lot. Yeah,
2: that's true. But, well, they only got four seasons of a show, too, so...
0: Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They are like, eh, I guess we don't need to worry about this no more. Right. I know they did novels past the show, but it just seemed like for whatever reason it didn't click. Right. Which sucks, but that's what I mean. It's like, there's only 19 books, so it's like, okay, it's hard to find anyway, but with so few of them available in general, it makes it even harder. Right. Because I've looked at lots of them on fucking eBay and shit, and it's like, you can get all 19 novels for 300 bucks. And it's like, you're fucking <laughs> insane.
1: <dude>. Yeah. <laughs>
0: right. There's this chick on Twitter that I was talking to about it once. And she was like, oh yeah, they're damn near impossible to find. And when they do become available, they get snapped up real quick. And it's like, Hmm. Yeah. So those aren't ones I'm holding my breath on, but it's still like, I want them. Yeah. Cause I love it. And apparently, uh, some of the DS nine novels are hard to come by too which seems weird because it's like that ran for seven years so it had to be really popular. Mm-hmm. But anyway.
2: Make me want to go watch Enterprise now.
0: Oh, do it, do it, do it. You got to watch it all because I want to talk about it more. Yeah. You'd be like, can you believe what they did?
2: We're still we're still trying to catch up on uh, Discovery Season 3.
0: Well, that's okay though. It's like, let that build up so you've got you know the entire season to watch.
2: Yeah, well, we've got like six of them waiting for us. Six or seven of them.
0: Oh, so you've only seen like
2: I think we've seen three.
0: You know, I saw something interesting about that. Mm -hmm. Apparently people were bitching about the um, special effects in it because like the trailer for each episode had Mm -hmm. like unfinished effects because apparently they're still fucking trying to finish the effects on it. No shit. And I'm like, I know y'all wanted to be like, look, 33 weeks of Trek or whatever, but it's like, it's fine. You can kick the can down the road a little bit. Mm -hmm, Right. Take a week break. Because I think it went, Picard bled right into Lower Decks, and that bled right into uh, Disco. There might have been a couple weeks or month or something between Picard and Lower Decks, but I think it was pretty fucking close. Hmm. But yeah, it's like fucking take a break, man. Let that shit breathe. I know you're always trying to be like, look, we've got the cool shit on our service, but fuck.
2: Yeah. Let's see, we've seen yeah three episodes. Right. And it is definitely different. Yeah, I, was, I just said Enterprise was taking big swings. Yeah. This season is a humongous swing, dude. I'm not even sure how I feel about it exactly.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen any of the episodes, but from the chatter I've seen, it's like, whoa, that sounds fucking weird.
2: Mm, it's it's pretty out there.
0: So, so to quote what we said, a couple, or call back to what we said a few episodes, it's interesting. interesting.
2: Yeah yeah some of it feels like doctor who some of it feels like i don't know what it's weird Mm. it's definitely strange
0: doctor strange
2: Mm, no but they might as well throw that in there too (laughs) yeah i keep expecting him to like come out of a magic portal and be like you're in the wrong universe
0: he comes out of a magic portal he's like did you know there's like fucking three spider mans and they're like huh
2: what the fuck's a spider man oh
0: shit i'm in the wrong spot i gotta Mm -hmm. go let me wipe your memory real quick and he starts fucking doing that circle thing with his hand I'm mm-hmm. like that's not how it works and he's like bye sucker mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah like i said it seems really fucking strange dude yeah i think i'd still be down for it
2: yeah i mean I, I am i'm not turning it off i'm just saying they're they gotta pull me back in because some of it's some of it's pretty jarring yeah
0: <laughs> yeah i feel you
2: but i'm really waiting for that pike
0: show oh yeah strange new worlds i fucking want that yeah
2: that's gonna be awesome
0: it sounds like it yeah that's the thing with all this fucking new star trek everybody wants to bitch about it but it's like there's literally something for everybody yep even the shit that i'm like uh-uh. like lower decks it's like that's not for me but it's for somebody so fuck it let it exist yeah doesn't fucking impact you
2: no nope. even the mentally feeble need a show to watch oh i don't disagree
0: oh, oh. <laughs> yeah i watched the first episode of it and i felt mentally feeble afterwards
2: yeah i haven't even tried it i the commercials are enough for me to go mm, no nope.
0: yeah well i mean i didn't want to just fucking hardcore shit on it and not see it that's okay i'll do it yeah but at this point it's like i should know i know my tastes Yep. I I can look at something and tell you if I'm going to like it or not. Right. It's rare that something pops up and it's like, whoa, I thought that would be fucking stupid, but that was awesome.
2: Mm, I've had that happen. That happens sometimes, but
0: like I said, it's rare. Yeah.
2: Usually if I look at it and go, nah, it's not for me, it's probably not for me.
0: Right. Well, I mean, like, the whole fucking Star Trek thing. That used to be... Even Star Wars, dude. Mm -hmm. Fucking 20 years ago, if you'd have told me I'd be talking to some fucking 40-something year old dude about... A 60-year-old man. (laughs) Well, I had, like, four different roads to take on that, and it's like, let's just say 40-something. Yeah. (laughs) Because I was going to say middle-aged, I was going to say infirm. (laughs) Um,
2: All of the above.
0: it's, It's Christmas. I was trying to be nice. Oh. If you'd have told me, though, like 20 years ago, you're going to be talking to a 40-year-old about Star Wars, it's like, am I going to be locked in a cage in his basement?
1: <laughs>
2: if you play your cards right.
0: <laughs> Ooh. Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been like, you're insane. And then if you'd have been like, and Star Trek, I'd have been like, all right, now you're huffing mushrooms or something. I don't mm-hmm. even know how to do mushrooms. Do you yeah. off them? Yeah.
2: Now you're just making shit up. Right.
0: So yeah, it's like those two things... I eventually got into them but yeah for the most part i can look at something and be like nope not for me
2: yeah there's a difference between a pass and a hard pass and lower decks is a hard pass
0: yeah like i said i tried damn it ringo i tried but
2: yeah detours is a hard
0: pass Nah, i'll i'd give that a chance which fucking dude how is the leg the lego shit okay but detours isn't they're like oh we don't want the characters to be seen as too comedic and have that be the introduction for people but fucking but lego's okay i don't get that that makes no fucking sense
1: mm,
2: yeah i can't explain that either but e- even i feel that way like lego star wars is okay but detours just uh it just makes me cringe
0: i guess it's just because of the people involved i'm like i'd watch it
2: yeah i don't Cause know it's the
0: robot chicken dude yeah i know and i love me some robot chicken mm, crispy <laughs> anyway
2: all right i got presents to open let's let's get out of here
0: right i was gonna say i hope everybody's got a good fucking holiday all that stuff going yeah hope you dug this our attempt at doing a holiday episode and this is the first time we've ever done one that wasn't like last minute or something we've actually planned ahead it's true But, yeah, merry, happy everything, everybody. Yep. Time for Patreon thank yous, right? Right. They are, as per usual, at GGAMK30, at SpiderScooby, at SteeBoost, at ACFeral1976. She's somebody that'd be good for fucking uh, telephone. Mm Mm-hmm. Because she got her little accent.
2: Oh, does she?
0: She does. She tries to act like she don't, but she do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, she's going to hate me for that, but I've made fun of her for it for before.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm sure we don't sound morons either.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm sure I sound like a complete fucking idiot because you never know. Like even when I'm naturally speaking, you never know what fucking accent's going to come out. True. Cause I got a lot of hillbilly in me. Then my, then I fucking say Dog. Mm-hmm. Anyway, at S. twenty one. She'd be a good one to see if she'd be into it too. Yeah. Like I said, there's a world of possibility, man. At Josh M G A, at Midnight Smoke One, at Corny Jenkins, at Underscore 13 Chris at TESD Groupie and at Dan Gents. Thanks, everybody.
2: Yeah, thanks, guys.
0: Those are our Patreon shout outs. Now, our normal shout outs, as per usual, go to at the Sarge for our opening music for this commentaries, book club, and everything else. At Sherry Archinoff for our logo for this and the commentaries. At Looking for Eight for our Nights of Nerd go design. And at Steve Boost for our uh, Nerd Rats design. Yep. Thanks everybody. Yeah, thanks everybody. As for our shit, find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Amazon Music, our Amazon Podcast, whatever the fuck it is, and find everything we do at NerdBlitz.com. Get yourself some merch by going to Redbubble.com/people/NerdBlitzPod/Portfolio, or go to Teespring.com and search the Nerd Blitz. Uh, get yourself some extra audio by going to TSDJProductions.bandcamp.com or Patreon.com/NerdBlitzPod. Other than that, I'm at the Scooby Doom. You are.
2: At Fitzman 73.
0: And on both the Twitter and the occasionally used Instagram, we're at nerdblitzpod. Anything fucking else you want to say?
2: Mm, just let's let's try to have a better year.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So until next time, we're going to leave you with a happy, merry everything and... Bye. Ho, ho, ho. Come back next time. Our sanity depends on it. Oh, I don't think that's my Santa voice. Um Maybe it is.
2: I don't I don't know. It sounded like the one you did at the top.
0: I know that, but I don't know if that's the voice I've used in years past when like I did that interview with Santa Claus on YouTube. Yeah. Where you and Chris asked questions and I ripped you new ones as Santa? Yeah. I don't
2: uh, know. I don't know.
0: Anyway, and stop. <laughs> this has been a feature of TSDJA Productions and JJ2E Media.